0: Hello and welcome to another edition of The Bible Code. Is the Holy Spirit Found for DNA in the Bible? That is our topic for today. For a copy of the transcripts, please go to www.dnainthebible.com. Is the Holy Spirit Found for DNA in the Bible? In this lesson, we will look at another example of what appears to be a DNA code supporting the word of God is indeed the seed we are born again by. Coincidentally, that phrase, the seed, just so happens to be found in the King James Bible in 46 verses, the same number as human DNA. A father contributes 23 chromosomes for a total of 46 in the human body. Let us begin first in this study by defining the spirit. In Psalms chapter 139, Verse seven, we read, whether shall I go from thy spirit or whether shall I flee from thy presence? Now, if you are unfamiliar with pegs in the Bible's built-in dictionary that is only in the King James Bible, there is a link in the study. What are the phrases that I just read to you in Psalms chapter 139 that are the same? Whether shall I? And the next book in, from thy. If you look on the website, I have, for all of these pegs, put the repetitive words right underneath each other so they're easy to see, and they're easy with color to see what words pop out that are being defined. So if that helps you in understanding this concept, I do encourage you to go to the website. What is it to flee? It means to go. And what is the spirit? It's the presence of something. In this case, it's the presence of God. Thy spirit and thy presence are found in 23 verses of the Bible. Another that I would like to point out in defining what the spirit is, is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. The spirit comes after the word of, along with power. The pegs in this particular passage is of. What is power as defined in the King James Bible? It's the spirit. And we're going to understand in the study more of that power, what it does, what it was meant to do in the heart of the believer. The spirit and power are found together in 23 books of the New Testament. When do we receive this power, this spirit For that, we're going to turn to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. What is the peg here? It's the word ye. Ye also trusted, ye heard, ye believed, ye were sealed. There is an order here. The moment you trusted, you heard the word that you believed. After you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. It is wonderful to know we do not need to beg that the Spirit doesn't leave us or that we can have more of an anointing or stir up this anointing. If you think you can, you're not rightly dividing your Bible. In the Old Testament, the Spirit could not leave a person because it was not indwelling believers as he does today. The Spirit would come upon people to accomplish tasks for God. Not until Jesus Christ died did the Spirit take up permanent residence in believers. That's right. You cannot lose your salvation in the church age. Prior to the church age, David is even recorded in the Bible as asking God to not take the Spirit from him because the Spirit did not indwell permanently believers. It just came upon people that God needed it to to accomplish his tasks. Let us now take a look at the Spirit, and is there a scripture verse in the Bible that points to that Jesus Christ is God, using pegs? You will find it in Romans chapter 8, verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. The Spirit of is mentioned twice in this passage. The Spirit of God the Spirit of Christ. That's right. In this passage, proof positive, God is Christ. The Spirit of God and the Spirit of Christ is found together in 23 chapters of the Bible. Let us dive a little bit deeper in what the Spirit does. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21 to 22, there are three specific pegs that mention what it is to have the Spirit in us. Now, he which establisheth us with you in Christ, and hath anointed us, is God, who hath also sealed us, and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. What is the peg? It's us. Establisheth, anointed, sealed. Let us take a look at another scripture verse dealing with sealing somebody, and it's found in Revelation chapter 7, verse 3 saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. That contains 23 words in this passage of scripture. Now let's take a look at another function of the Holy Spirit, and that is to teach you. For that, we're going to turn to 1 John chapter 2, verse 27. But the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, you shall abide in him. Taught is found 46 times in 46 verses of the New Testament. The anointing, which is the Spirit, teaches us. How wonderful that is. When you have the Holy Spirit in you, He is the one that does the work of building your understanding. Your job is to be willing to hear, to be open to hear what the word of God says. Take a look at Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23. Turn ye at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. What are the pegs in this? I will, my, unto you. To pour out means to make known. Spirit are words. In this, the 23rd verse, God is showing that he will help you to understand his words by the pouring out of his spirit. Let's take a look at Acts chapter 2, verse 17, speaking of pouring out in the last days. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Pour out which is exactly what is to make known as we saw in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 23 is found 23 chapters of the Bible. Let us now take a look at the Godhead mentioned in 1 John chapter 5 verses 7 to 8. For there are 3 that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word and the Holy Ghost, and these 3 are one. And there are 3 that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood, and these 3 agree in one. This particular passage of scripture is not found in modern versions. It is found in the book of 1 John, which happens to be the 23rd book of the New Testament. Interesting that verse 8, speaking of the spirit, the water, and the blood that bear witness in the earth, that verse contains 23 words. But what other words and phrases are found dealing with the spirit for the number 23? They would be the Holy Ghost. Spiritual, in the Spirit, the Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord. Now, this might be something you already know. Water mentioned in the Bible is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Let us take a look at John chapter 3, verse 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. What is the peg here? The word of water is the spirit water and the spirit are found together in 23 books of the new testament second corinthians chapter 12 verse 18 i desired titus and with him i sent a brother did titus make a gain of you walked we not in the same spirit walked we not in the same steps spirit is steps it's how you order your life It's how you conduct yourself. Spirit and steps occur in 23 books of the New Testament. The last part that I would like to conclude with in this study deals with the Holy Spirit as being a first fruit and the rapture. So I've saved as as hard as it is to believe with all of this proof positive that there is something wonderful and miraculous by design in the King James Bible. Take a look at firstfruits. The Holy Spirit, as mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 23, is part of our inheritance. It's like the down payment, and it's mentioned in the 46th book. Let's take a look at this verse. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, after they that are Christ at his coming. Firstfruits is found in 23 chapters of the Bible and in 23 verses of the Old Testament. We are able to have the Holy Spirit indwell us because Christ our savior died. When he died and gave up the ghost, that same spirit the Holy Spirit indwells believers. Take a look at Romans chapter 8 verse 23 again, just like 1 Corinthians chapter 15:23 we just looked at. And not only they but ourselves also which have the first fruits of the spirit. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. We are now going to look in detail about the spirit that lives in us. Is there a code that actually shows that this spirit is meant for departure? We just looked at the Holy Spirit as a first fruit of our inheritance and that it represents a down payment until we have the redemption of our bodies. In this last section, we will look at the phrase in the Bible found for DNA, but also tied to the number 29, Which is defined for departure. Not only that, but this phrase also we're about to look at points to whom the spirit comes from, the high priest Jesus Christ. Sound overwhelming? Don't worry, I'll break it down. The Spirit of. The Spirit of is found 46 times in the New Testament. Now, if you'd like to know what comes after the Spirit of, and there is 24 words for God, some of them like the spirit of knowledge, truth life of Christ, adoption, meekness, our God, all of these different words, and there's 24 of them. And 24 we've studied in the past is the number four priesthood. Jesus Christ is our high priest, right? That spirit we have comes from him. We know, as we just saw, that that spirit is part of the first fruits that we have waiting for our body, the redemption of our body. All 24 titles that come after the phrase, the spirit of. All 24 of these are found together in 29 books of the Bible. The number for departure. Now, why is this the number for departure? I will take a couple of examples. I highly recommend the book, uh, Biblical Mathematics by Vallow. There's a link in the website here on this study, if you would like to take a look at it. But there are certain names, and I'm only going to mention three, but there is more in his book, that the 29th time that these names are mentioned— it's dealing with departure. For example, Noah, the twenty-nine time, singular and plural, that his name is mentioned, he's leaving the ark. Abram, the twenty-nine time, again, singular and plural, that his name is mentioned, the kings are defeated at the battle between the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah, and he took Lot, all his goods, and departed. And Abraham, the twenty-nine time, his name is mentioned, is where he tells Amalek about when he left his father's house, I hope you have enjoyed this study on the Holy Spirit. I will leave you with this passage of scripture found in First John chapter 4, verses 1 through 2. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world, hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth, that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, is of God. This passage of scripture I just read to you contains 46 words found in the 23rd New Testament book, and spirits are found 46 times in the 46 verses of the Bible. God's word, just like nature that he made, does not contradict itself. We have laws in this world, and that's because we have a law giver. When we look at numbers in the Bible, what we see is it supports the content of Scripture. We're not taking numbers, tweaking them, and warping them to be a good luck charm or to make financial decisions. We are studying the Word of God and seeing that only He could have placed a code in the Bible like this, because there is no possible way that man knew of certain words and to use those words a certain number of times to support the content of Scripture. There's absolutely no way. Look in detail again at just the study we did on the Holy Spirit. Verse numbers, words, phrases, pegs. This is so detailed. There is no way that the writers motivated by the Holy Spirit If they didn't have the Holy Spirit guiding them of what to say, if the Holy Spirit didn't guide the translators on how to translate the Bible, there is no way that this pattern could have survived. That's why it really saddens my heart when so many people say, well, the originals, the originals. It's a bigger miracle if you think about it, that God preserved his word through translators, through authors guiding them the whole time of what words to use, what verse numbers to use, what chapter numbers to use, the order of the books in the Bible that coincide to like the rapture being in the 46th book. We're waiting for our actual new bodies. You think that is just a coincidence that it's in the 46th book of the Bible, waiting for your new body? What that shows is this is by design. Join me next time as we look at another topic for another number in the Bible Code.